Most studio owners decide to open their fitness and wellness businesses because they want to help people and add more meaning into their lives. Their heart is in the right place, they're great people, but scaling a profitable business that feels incredible to own and run is trickier than ever before. So where they get stuck is no one's ever shown them how to run a wildly successful business without the overwhelm and the chaos. Plus, they're doing it all alone. Until now. Welcome to the Geronimo Unfiltered Podcast for ambitious boutique studio owners who are allergic to average and know they're capable of more. They're just missing the how. I'm Dozer, your host, CEO and founder of the Geronimo Academy, and together with my crew and my community of owners and managers who are the doers and the implementers, we are on a mission to pioneer a better way to own and operate a health and fitness business while building a life you love, not hate. So if you're ready to push the boundaries, level up your money, meaning an impact, and stop doing it alone, then you're in the right place. This is going to be raw and unfiltered, zero bullshit. So take a deep breath, strap yourself in, and let's get fucking started. Welcome back to the Geronimo Unfiltered Podcast. I'm your host, Dozer, and I'm here with Soph. Hey, Soph. Hey, guys. So we are at the point in the year now where we are thinking about... One of the two worst parts of the year. Is that right? In terms of churn. Yeah, totally. I remember our first time, our first winter or our first summer, which is like Christmas over here. It was really tough. Like we'd worked all year to put all this money in the business. We've, you know, ran the two different challenges and we did, you know, eight week long signature offer systems and all that kind of stuff that we do in Geronimo. And then we get to about this part of the year and, you know, Weather gets a bit colder and people start to take trips overseas and you start to see all your hard work leave the door, okay? So people are suspending, people are putting their memberships on hold, they are leaving because they're going to try something else throughout this season. And quite frankly, like people are giving up on their own goals. It got to a stage for me where it got really bad. I remember our first full winter my previous background was in the corporate marketing arena, making a you know a high six-figure salary international marketing career. And some reason, I fucking decided to open a gym. And our first full winter, I um, didn't know how to tell my wife that I think we made the wrong decision or I made the wrong decision. Mind you, my wife was heavily pregnant with our first kid and we were in our first house that we purchased and it was like a big mortgage. I didn't know how to tell her that we had no money and I think I fucked it all. So I didn't and vowed to get myself out of this situation and find a way to get more people in the door in a season where every other gym, nearly every other studio just kind of accepts the fact that this season is going to be hard and just kind of like holds on. I thought, fuck that, I can't do this to my family, so I need to go forward. I need to get myself out of this position. And I created a seasonal retention program, our very first seasonal retention program, and that's what I want to talk about today, right, is for good owners out there who are wanting to do better than just accepting a tough part of the year. What can they do? How do they do that? What should they be thinking about? And let's start with this. What do you think the opportunity is? So instead of just kind of expecting it and, you know, absorbing it, are there studios that are doing something different? Yeah, there are. I think that aside from the financial benefit of this as a business owner, you started these gyms so you could mean more to your members. And when you sign them up on the phone, 
you promise them this future with you where you're helping them achieve their goals, you're keeping them accountable and you're always there for them. And this is the opportunity to actually prove that. Or are you going to sit on your hands and just wait out the winter or go into hibernation or let them because that's giving up on your clients. So I think the opportunity is really to mean more to your members in this climate where you need to if you want to survive. And the opportunity is also to get the full 12-month financial year that you actually deserve if you do something like this rather than just, you know, putting up with 10 months in an industry where, you know, most gyms aren't actually making profit. So if we know that this is coming and we accept it, then I think, you know, you're kind of choosing to be a part of your own problem there. Mm. There are studios who are deciding not to. And what's really cool is that it's not just studios that work with us. Like Winter Warrior and Summer Survivor were personally some of my favorite things to run as a manager and to be a part of. Like what an amazing team and like place to be a part of that would do this for their members. And now seeing, yeah, other gyms we've never even heard of running their own version. It's really, really cool to know the impact it's making on people who used to be like me when I was a member. So... You dropped some hints there for our listeners. I did. You mentioned a couple of things, Winter Warrior, Summer Survivor. So without getting into the real deep tactical kind of how, let's start with the why. Why should people be thinking about running a behavioural change program in the two parts of the year that are normally notoriously bad for churn and suspension? So I think the key there is this is not a challenge. This is not about shredding. It's not even about training and like smashing yourself in the gym. It's basically a big distraction from the fact that it's cold AF out there and no, I do not want to get out of my warm bed in the morning and come to the gym or that margaritas after work are a lot more fun than some deadlifts or, you know, a gym class. So the behavior change program is what's going to keep your members training and with you seeing results and not losing all of the hard work that they've actually been putting in leading up to these parts of the year. It keeps your classes fuller. So it's more valuable and it's just more fun for your team to run classes that are fuller rather than dead. And it keeps your members off suspension and not cancelling over these seasons where your subscriptions have been stacking as you've been playing all out up until these points in time. And I always speak to owners who are playing games of snakes and ladders and it's so frustrating for them to just keep building their base up and then losing them. Snakes and ladders. you got to really think about this time of the year, okay? And the strategy is like, who do we need to be at this time of the year for our members? Mm. And when we are fighting motivation or a lack of motivation and we're just moving uphill with our members, we need to do more for them at this time of the year to give them a reason to keep going. Because like when motivation fades, what remains is the discipline and it's the habits and it's the giving them a reason to keep training through this period. And as long as they're doing one session a week, they're not on fucking pause and they haven't cancelled. You keep you know, your financial responsibilities alive. But not only that, you are serving your members. You are serving your community. You're serving the wider community that you exist in as well in a much higher way than I guarantee the other studios on your block, the other skiers on your block are not doing it. Okay. So that's the big idea. And again, you know, the three biggest tips here would be number one, think about an attendance target. You know, everyone loves targets. Everyone loves something to strive for. And it takes, as Sophie said, the distraction. It takes the attention away from what the scales are saying and counting my fucking calories throughout this period. And it's probably just more about like what I can control is hitting the gym three times a week. Mm. As long as they're doing it more than once, Sophie, 
they're not on fucking pause. Exactly. Happy days? Happy, happy days. Number two is what we used to call it the three Fs, right? We used to call it the three Fs, which was fun, obviously, like turn up the fun (laughs) aspect in the studio, fuse. It was fusing the connection, fusing the relationships in the studio. What business are we actually in? We're not in a training business. We're not in a fitness business. We're actually in a relationships business that just happens to run 45-minute gym classes. And if you think through that lens and through that frame, then we are thinking about how do we build the relationships between us and our members and between the members and each other. So fun, fuse, and the third F was? Form. Form. So we focus on their technique. My wife and I are at a studio just down the road here, and it's such a smart move. They've just put on an introduction to deadlifting workshop. It's over four weeks, behavior change, and it's free for all members. So that's an on-ramp for all the members into working on something other than losing weight. So it's about improving their deadlift. It's getting stronger, working on technique and having a project to work through through the winter. And it's fucking brilliant. And what it will do is it'll move people away from thinking about how many calories they're burning. Because that sounds fucking hard, particularly through a period where I just want to bloody be in a warm bed, Mm. right? Or for those that are in the Northern Hemisphere, I'd rather be at the beach or popping bottles down at the bar. But no, no, no. I'm working on my deadlift. And by the time I get out of winter, by the time I get out of summer, I'm going to be deadlifting more than I ever have. And I'm going to know how to freaking deadlift. And yeah, Michelle's like totally bought into it. It's all she talks about at home. When I got to the gym last night, all the other trainers were saying, Michelle did a great job. Relationships. So the three F there. So we're talking about doing an attendance goal. We're talking about shifting the focus internally to the three Fs. Fun, fuse, and form. And the third tip moving through this period, I would suggest is start thinking about, you know, what happens through the winter if everyone thinks that they're going through a long winter is they start like storing stuff in the pantry, you know, like in the old days, they didn't know how long the winter was going to take. So they just start like storing stuff. I would suggest that your marketing efforts changes to thinking about longer term, like medium to longer term buyers. So we talk about a strategy to sort of like get leads in that isn't focused on purchasing right now because you're going to get a higher CPL and it's not really a massive time in the year where people are looking to buy gym memberships. It's more about solving a problem through the ad, collecting a lead, nurturing those leads through the funnel, right? And then just before the time comes to get out of this season and into the next, because generally after this low, there's a high. Be the first one to pull the trigger at a market to the list that you've nurtured They know you, they like you, now they trust you. And who are they going to buy from, right? The studio that's just turned up with a 50% off, $7 for seven days, or the ones that have actually helped them through a period where, you know, traditionally it's harder to focus on their health goals. So that's how you build a three-part strategy that we know is proven and is part of our system in Geronimo to get through the two worst parts of the year, which is kind of the winter and the summer slash Christmas part. Firstly is give your members a reason to train, change your focus internally. And the third thing is start working on your medium to longer term buyers so that when the time comes, when there's a rush in the market, by the time the competitors get into the market, there's fucking no one to go after because you've actually stored them. You've stashed them through the winter or through the summer and you've been serving them. You've been helping them through the background in the nurturing sequences. Who are they going to buy from? So They're going to buy from you. What else can you add? 
Um, so much. I love this stuff so much. I think if we go back to the first point, the thing that I used to hate, 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 hate was when my team of coaches would say like, oh, you know, the, the attendance was low. It's probably because it was really cold this morning or like it was raining. And it made me feel like I was allergic to that. You know, we should mean enough to these guys that it would, doesn't matter what is going on outside with the weather it's not raining in here. Like we mean enough that they are excited to get out of bed and come in for whatever reason. And generally it has nothing to do with the training. What you've got to realize is like people don't actually like gyms. They just don't. (laughs) They're not as into fitness as you are. And that's okay. Um, It's an opportunity because there's so many fun things you can do. Like um, yeah, we often brainstorm little things like hot chocolate Wednesdays or Guess how many freaking snakes I'm, are in the protein I'm shaker. pretty sure we've done a workout when everyone's wearing pajamas. <laughs> I think we have done that. So, yeah, it doesn't really matter what the idea is. It's just like getting the ideas shared around the table of coaches and like, okay, well, why can't we mean more to these guys yeah. that, yeah, I never hear those words come out of your mouth again, basically, because yeah. now we've just surrendered our control to the weather. Yeah. And that feels pretty shit. And whatever you normally do in your accountability systems with your members, like whatever your normal cadence is when you check in with your members, I would just like crank it up a couple of notches. Crank it up. And it's not like this is a surprise that these seasons come up in business. So get prepared. Ask them what's going to keep you motivated to but, train. Hey, that's a good point. That's a good point. What, what did we used to do before we get to this period? We'd run a 60 second survey and we always have three special questions we ask in those. But at these times of years or year, <laughs> we would add what's going to keep you motivated to train over summer slash winter. And then we would literally use their answers to create a program that was based on attendance, not on a challenge. And then, yeah, if someone was like, no, I don't want to do that. It's like, Okay, well, uh, it's literally the answer you gave us. So, are your goals not important enough to you? Do you know this what? how we'll keep you motivated. So, should we give them a link to the 60-second survey and the framework around how to actually pull the trigger on that thing? I think we've got two now. <laughs> In the show notes, we'll put a link to the 60-second survey and a quick video from Soph on how to actually use this so that for the next time you need to do something like this, minus about three weeks, ask the question, get the direct feedback, and there's a way to do the survey, right? So many gyms. Mm. Too many businesses survey their customers and their members takes way too fucking long, too many questions, and they don't give it a time frame, so they never really get the high response rate. Yeah. We solve that. Huge. So we'll put that in the show notes so you guys can execute on that. Yeah. I think like if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably because you're either looking for ways to improve how you do summer or winter as a gym, or maybe you're currently experiencing the pain that comes with doing nothing and being part of, you know, the group of studios that probably do sit on their hands a little bit over this time of year. So it's probably not going to be the right time for you to just whip out a seasonal retention program. But if you are struggling with this, then make sure it's the last time you do. Yeah. Just like me, right? Like that was the last fucking time I was going to put up with sitting in the driveway in the pouring rain, wondering how I was going to tell Michelle that we didn't have any money left. I was like, oh, fucking, I'll make sure I never do this again. So the first time we ran a program, we call it Winter Warrior. We kept the money in the studio, right? We reduced suspensions. We slashed the churn. And so when we came out of winter, we weren't coming out of winter with a lower base. We held really high and the wider market saw what we were doing. And they're the ones who jumped in the boat coming out of winter and into spring. And that's where we fucking popped. Mm. We fucking popped. And- hit record revenue targets. It's not because anything special that happened 
in spring, but it's what we did through winter. Yeah, and our members were super grateful for it every single time. Like it, this it. is a famous program now. Famous they begged for it every time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are we going to do that again? Um, so yeah, if you're currently in that position, then your best bet is like that second and third part of the strategy. Like create a focus with your team around what your members need from you right now. Who do you need to be for your members at this point in time? And then how can you add so much value to the market that you're actually getting these leads off the market for cheaper before any of your competitors even think about it. So when they rock up, they go, where the frick is everyone? And you've got them in your studio. So homework. Step number one, hit the link in the show notes and we'll show you how to run a 60 second survey. And it's going to give you so much juice, so much insight on how you can just literally do better for your members. It's a lot more expensive to get new members than it is to keep the ones you've currently got. So this is your number one answer. Just ask them and then give them what they want. It's got to be good for you and good for them though. So we'll get into that in that video. The second thing is create an identity around who you need to be for your members right now based on what they told you and then share it with your team. Get your team to collaborate on that and make it really, really clear how we're going to do that to service your members. And then the third thing is you're going to use those first two things to then go out into the market with so much value because whatever your members that you do have right now are loving and needing from you, your ideal future members probably need it too. So we're going to go right out there, add the value, get them onto your list and then give them some love. Um, That's huge. <laughs> he's clapping. <laughs> give them some love, show them who you are and what you're all about. And then when the time comes and the season changes, then you'll go out with an offer to those people and enjoy all your new faces. Team, we love you guys. If you are listening to us and we're in your ears right now, we want to let you know that you're a fucking legend. We see you, we hear you, we feel you. I've been in that exact same position and we are the ones that are cheering you on in your corner. Just from listening to this podcast, you're one step closer. So don't stop. And if you're playing a game of snakes and ladders, then you've literally got your next three steps. And if you're winning, keep winning. And I'm here to push you further. I'm here to stretch you further. That is my job as well. So that's it for today about seasonal retention. We'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If something resonated with you, then do one of two things. Either leave a review or send this episode to a mate who's in the industry who might need to hear this. But if you want more right now because your head might be spinning and you're like, all right, those, that what the hell do I do right now? Then in the show notes, you'll find a link to where you can book in for a free 15-minute checkup on your studio where we get to have a look at how you're going right now and where some of the kind of quick win opportunities are to get you moving faster. I can't wait to be back in your ears next week. And if you're listening to this right now, I want you to know that I love you, I appreciate you, I'm grateful for you, and I'm in your corner. You are on the right track and I believe in you. So keep going and I'll see you next week. Thank you.